Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Here I am. Hello. Whoa, hit the mic. Wow. Off to a great start. Hi, guys. How are you? It's Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm going on. What day did I get my hair uh, blown out for the my spot? Saturday. It's Tuesday morning. Still haven't washed my hair. Noah, is that about a. Uh, Still is how long has it been for yours? Yours is like shiny and because I just washed it after uh, I think maybe eight days of not washing it. Eight days a week. Wait, I can't believe. Wait, eight days. I've been so mine's three days. I have put no product in it. I did go running yesterday and maybe it got a little tangled during that. It's just when I sleep, it gets so tangled. And I do put it up in like a bun and I do one one fold of the bun so that it just doesn't get too many creases in it with a, a very like gentle silk scrunchie still gets tangled and dready. Um, how do you preserve your hair for uh, eight days? Well, I think on like day number four, I just 
wrap it up in a bun for as as long as I can until I'm just like sick of <laughs> until my hair gets itchy and then I until I it wash gets it. Itchy. And then why do you wait? Wait. So why do you wait eight days? Just because it's like let's just go as long as we can. However long this bun look will will look cute. Yeah, I think like at at the point where it's I'm, just so much work. My top just starts to like separate. <laughs> And it's just so much work to wash my hair, and I have to dry it and stuff. It's just, just like a two-hour process. Oh my god! I can't I deal. Know. I, you know, it's it's because I just don't want to f- pull out all the strands that come out when I wash it. I'm just putting that off. But every day you put it off, there's more that more. are accumulating <laughs> yes. to fall out. So it's kind of you're fucked either way. Um, yeah, I I've been loading up on dry shampoo. Men don't know anything about any of this. I mean, some men do. But we were talking about dry shampoo over the weekend and how many men like have thinning hair and it's like dry shampoo will like thicken up your hair. They should try it. And your hair gets greasy, men. And dry shampoo, it's not like cleaning your it's it's not really cleaning your hair. It's just like powder that absorbs the grease and grime. So look into it, men. You just spray it in your hair. It's not going to make it a color. It's not going to make it smell like anything. Um, I think it would be a good tool for men. Do you use dry shampoo? I do use dry shampoo. Yeah. It's a new-ish, newer-ish thing. I think the first time I got dry shampoo was 2012. But it's like, it wasn't, it's not a thing that's been around forever. I know they used to use like powder for wigs and stuff. (laughs) It's all for the grease, right? To soak up the grease. Something like that. Yeah. I'm I'm just like, I gotta wash my hair. I was gonna do it this morning and then I was like, "Mm, I don't have time for it to dry and I don't, I don't want to blow dry it. I was going to let it air dry, but it was going to, when it air dries, it just looks shitty, you know, and I want it. And then, and then I'll, I'll have that shitty hair for about three days until I feel like washing it. And so it's just like, you're locked into whatever it dries yes. as. And I didn't have the stamina to dry. I got a new hair dryer though. That's supposed to be like a, you know, I read all these reviews and it's supposed to actually like leave your hair shiny and straight. I don't know what kind I got. I should tell you guys these things before I bring them up. But um, yeah, I've just been buying too many things. I've gotten off my Poshmark obsession. I haven't gotten any new clothes recently. I got a Taylor Swift sweatshirt um, that was on Etsy that someone made. And that's arriving at some point. But other than that, I've kind of had like a, I want like a shopping freeze. And I say that, but I did get these necklaces that I found through this um, Instagram account that shows you what Taylor Swift is wearing. Oh, like every time she w- has a TikTok <laughs> or anything, they dissect her whole outfit, and then they link you to like th- where you can buy the things that she wears. And this um, this website, I don't know what it is. I should tell you what it's called, but if you want to go and look, there's you can. It's like Taylor Swift wears, or I don't even know what it's called. Um, and I bought the same necklace and. It's a layered necklace, which is the bane of my existence because they just get so tangled. And like I almost I got a massage the other night and I didn't and I was trying to get out of there very quickly because I hate when the masseuse leaves the room for you to get changed and they're just waiting outside the door for you to get changed. Oh, my God. I and I'm a fast moving person and I still am like, oh, this is torture that they're just waiting out there with a little cup of water. Um. And I had one of my necklaces that I was trying to get back on really quickly. I couldn't find the clasp and I was just like, fuck it. And I threw it in my bag, even though it's my new Taylor Swift necklace and I don't want it to get tangled. Threw it in my bag and then I went to go find it um, a couple days later because I didn't wear it for my special, obviously. And then I was like, oh, wait, I threw it in my bag and I went to go find it. 
I couldn't find it. And I just started getting so sad because I'm like, God, this is why you can't have nice things, which is a Taylor Swift lyric. Um, this is why this is like you spent money on this thing. You already lost it. Like the mental anguish I went through thinking I lost this thing. And I went through all my bags a million times. Exactly the pocket I thought I put it in. It wasn't there. And then I'm at the airport and I like look in the pocket one more time and then it's there. And it was like, what the fuck happened? It was, but the, the, the mental strife I went through thinking I had lost it. I wasn't at peace with it. I, wa- I lost a necklace. My be- uh, one of my best friends, Robin, got me in the Cayman Islands. That was a shape of Grand Cayman. It looked like a kind of, it looked like a mermaid that had been run over by a, um, one of those big wheels that flattens things in bulldozer austin powers no like it like you know and where they're like oh no and it's like the slow moving like it's just a flattener they roll over cement to flatten it anyway it looks like that looks like a mermaid was crushed by one of those and and everyone's always like what is that on your necklace it looks like florida if someone from florida drew florida like it looks (laughs) so bad and it's the case it's grand cayman anyway it was probably very expensive. My friend Robin got it for me. She has great taste. And I loved it so much. And then I took it off at Whitney's house the other day to get a spray tan. And I lost it. And I was at peace with that one because I've had it since March. That's a good run for wearing a necklace pretty much every day. March to November, I'm happy with that. I was it, Whitney couldn't find it. Her assistants couldn't find it. It was We got spray tans outside. So it was like probably lost in the grass somewhere. But I was like, that was a good run for that necklace. A Taylor Swift necklace I had had for a week, and I was like, that is not a good enough run. I can make peace with losing things if I've had a good run with them. I should have employed the same technique I use for everything else. Like, I wasn't meant to have that necklace. Like, you weren't meant to have it. This was always going to happen. But I was so mad. But luckily, I found it. And that massage I got, god damn it. So I used to go, I found this guy when I was in Denver, probably 2012 or something. And he was out of like a, an office place and had his own little private room, almost like a therapist's office that you go into. And he was really good. And I remember going into him one time and I had such a, a bad like spot on my butt. All I wanted was my butt like needed out because it just hurt so bad in these certain areas and I wanted him to be tortured. And I remember going into him and it was also a time when my ex-boyfriend and I were like breaking up and it was kind of an uncertain time. He had, he had, you know, become upset with me for very good reason while I was out of town. And I didn't really know the status of what he was. It seemed like he was going to break up with me, but I like didn't know. So I was in this waiting period. He wasn't talking to me. Like we weren't really communicating. It was awful. And I went to go get this massage and he was like, well, what's going on here? And I was like, I just, it's so painful right there. And he was like, Honestly, every pain that's like this acute, it's literally someone in your life who's a pain in your ass. Like you're that's what that comes from. Like he's a pain in the ass. Like the mental anguish. This was before I got wow. into that back book. And I just remember being like, "Oh, this is that." Like it wasn't like he was like, "Oh, the he was a pain in my ass," but it was like the pain of going through that breakup all decided to go to my butt. And so I went to this guy again. Now this is 8 years Nine years later, that was 2013, actually. So eight years later, I go back to him. I message him because I still have him in my phone, like massage Denver. And I was like, are you still practicing? And he's like, "Um, yeah, 
I kind of my license lapsed, but I still got the place. And I was like, please, God, yes. So I went there the other night. He was fantastic. But I, I, it was a two hour massage. It was so good. But it's just there's something about this about the sensuality and the connection of a massage that leaves me feeling icky afterwards. Not because of him or anyone that gives a massage. I can't get, I have a hangover from massages because it's like, I, I, it's so intimate to let someone touch your naked body with like oils and this like music playing that his music honestly was a little sexual, but I, you know, I just said, put on whatever you want. Cause he was like, do you have a preference? And it was like, there were times when it was literally bound chicka. Wow. Wow. Like it was, <laughs> I heard whatever music musical instrument goes like it was sexual music but he was not a you know it it wasn't that vibe at all but it was just for two hours to have that kind of slow and like a lo- he was very into breathing so to keep my breathing on track he would go like oh that sounds like that sex from the no orgasm book oh really is that what Remember? they talk about I haven't gotten that far yet Carezza Carezza, yeah, yeah. Where you oh lay God. on top of your partner next to them and you have like the same breathing patterns. Yes. So, yeah. mm-hmm. It's very connective. And it got me into, like, it was really a good experience. And I felt like I was letting go and releasing tension and all this. But I got done and I just, I just scurried out of there like it was a guy wanting me to leave. Like, I know that guys change after they come. They just aren't as into you. And I always try to get away as quickly as possible because I just, I don't want – I hate being in the way. I hate when people don't want me around and I'm forcing myself on them. So as soon as I feel like I'm unwanted or like I've – you know, the session is over, I'm trying to get out as quickly as possible. And I definitely felt that way. And then I just felt like I just have a hangover afterwards. I just don't feel good or right. And I got to remember this. Like massages, unless if I take off all my clothes, are not good for me. They just, they make me feel abandoned in this weird way. And it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It does, it just, it feels bad afterwards. I think I've just been abandoned after sex so many times emotionally that it reminds me of that and maybe triggers that. That's why I like foot massages. You keep your clothes on. It's not as intimate. Um, I got in the Uber though at this, you know, in this suburb in Denver. And I hop in the back seat and he goes, you're Nikki? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, Nikki Glazer? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, what? Wait, what? I'm just, I was kidding. You, wait, you, you're Nikki Glazer? And I go, yeah. And I have the mask on. He goes, what? And I go, yeah, I really am. I don't know what else to tell. I know this is weird, <laughs> but yes, I am. And he was like, wait a second. Hold on. And then he he's already pulled away and he goes, no, I'm backing up. We're going back in because he needed to like pull over. And I go, no, 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 we can, we can, you can check when we, dro- you drop me off. He tries to like back up to go back into the parking lot. He's about to pull out into the street and he's like, wait a second, we got to go back. And like, this is, by the way, 930 at night. I'm like, come on, or 10 o'clock. Like we're in this like kind of desolate location. What was he and trying to check? To, that I was really Nikki Glazer and that he could see me fully. And the thing is, he said, there wasn't even a picture with my Uber name for whatever reason. I go, did you see my picture? And no. And he was like, no, I just said Nikki Glazer as like a joke to myself because clearly you wouldn't be Nikki Glazer. But I just thought like that's the only time I'd ever heard the name Nikki. 
And so when you got in, I was just like saying a joke to myself. Like, I don't even know why I said it because I didn't even think that the passenger would hear me. Like, you know, it'd be like, um, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like, uh, some guy gets in your cat thing and his name is, or like a guy is a waiter and you're like, his name's Sonny, and you're like, oh, Sonny Bono. And he's like, I am Sonny Bono. I mean, that wouldn't happen, but like, you know, where you just say something yeah. because it's that person's name, like it just occurs to you. Maybe he had just seen my name somewhere, but he was just like, Nikki Glazer. He said it to himself, and I go, yeah, I am. And he's like, wait, what, what, what? Like, it was, it took so long to convince him I was myself because, first of all, I looked insane after mas- massage. My face was all puffy, and I was just like, oh, like still recovering from the intimacy. And, he talked to me the whole way about um, about it, and then um, about how incredible it was, and it was incredible. Like I gave him the, I was like, "That is insane that you just said my name just to yourself, and it was me." And he's like, "I just can't believe this." And it was very, very nice. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that happened last weekend in Denver. Um, yeah, it was just a the massage thing, but I would eat one so bad today. No, I went for a run yesterday, my first run, and like two months and I ran four miles like my usual and by the way I was clocking like eight minute miles last time I was running this one was my my average speed was like 945 like and I was trying trying and it was nice outside it wasn't cold there's no excuse anyway I am beaten up today from it I am hobbling around like I, you just saw me. I am moving at the speed of a normal person today. That's for sure. But I'm moving like a grandma. I really do feel like this is the speed I will move at when I'm 80 years old. Just I'm very slow today. My tits feel like fucking kettlebells. I am. I'm so. I'm about to start my period. It must be that. It must be. I said it, I was texting someone about it, and I didn't want to write period, so I just said I'm starting my, and then I just wrote a space period. Um, but like I. I'm so like heavy and I had so many nightmares waking up this morning. Something's going on. Do you get that? What do you, I'm trying to track my symptoms on my old period app, but I can't keep them straight because I just keep having to take the morning after pill and it throws everything off. It's so stupid. Um, I'm not doing it anymore. I've taken it twice in like three weeks and um, believe me, I tried not to. I'm like, listen, I'm 37. I've never been pregnant. Um, no, my period tracker app says I'm not highly fertile today. Let's just I I I went in and I scooped it out with a uh, my douche. <laughs> like I did the thing you do when you suck up snot out of babies' noses. That little <laughs> thing. I did that to my vagina after the th- incident, and still he was like, I just think it's better to have like. Whatever this does to your body right now, he he was very apologetic. He was like, because we both agreed it, to let it happen, and just I thought I could I thought I could take talk him out of me taking the morning after pill. <laughs> to be honest with you, when it happened, I was just like, yeah, I'll take it, and then I was like, I'll just not, I'll just tell him I'm not going to, and convince him I don't have to. But then we talked, and I'm like, you're right, I should take it. But it is. Someone told me there's a high dose of estrogen in it and that's what used to give me migraines so thank you to the bestie who said something about that um and i'm going to be i'm going to be more cautious now and just uh, you know use the pull-up 
<laughs> have you ever taken the plan B? I have. And mm-hmm. um, the one time I had to take it, I was not on birth control yet. We were using a condom and the condom came out, like came off during sex and it was like lodged inside of my vagina and he came and we didn't know that until we were done having sex. It was right. the scariest thing because one is, is this condom ever going to come out of me? Oh, and God. holy shit, I'm only like 21. I don't I don't want a baby. Like I'm so fertile right now. Yes. <laughs> so then having to get plan B was a whole thing because I don't know how easy Because you used to have today. to get a prescription. Yeah. And or at least go talk to the pharmacist, and I I think now it's over. You know, it's behind the counter, but like you just have to be like, can I have? It's like buying cigarettes. Oh yeah, I had to find like a a doctor on the internet back in the oh. day when like internet was brand new or something. It's like Texas, except I'm sure in Texas they don't even let you get like. I wonder if you can even buy Plan B in Texas. Such well, I was able to get it. And then it made me so sick. Like we were talking before the show started, it just puts your body in like self-destruct mode. Yes. And it was just awful. Yes. It was, it, there's like an alarm going off like, eh, eh, every, everyone out, like everything in my body is like, oh, what do we do? Um, and it forces you to have your period in like right away. But seriously, my boobs are so heavy. I It's like, I really, f- shout out to all my heavy titted ladies out there. Like if you got those heavy kettlebell tits <laughs> that is a lot to lug around they're heavier than they've ever it's like i'm fucking breastfeeding today um and i just a uh, shout out to those women with your huge huge uh, udders um but mine hurt i don't think they always hurt when women have those kinds of boobs but um sorry i'm like gripping my boobs please uh yeah go watch this on the youtube um but yeah, it's like I'm wearing like a breastfeeding bra today. One that has like a trap door. That's what this this bra feels just like so medical. Almost like it's like a something I bought it, you know, in that one aisle at Walgreens that has all the like ace bandages and stuff. It just feels like, oh, I keep saying that. And I know Kirsten is listening to this podcast and laughing every time I go, oh. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, enough TikTok. Let's get Andrew in here. Andrew! Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? Good morning, St. Louis and the surrounding areas. <laughs> Speaking of St. Louis and surrounding areas, did you find an apartment? Girl, I am trying. Girl. <laughs> girl, Is it you're, hard out there? It's hard out there for a girl, girl. Yeah. Girl. 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 What's Why can't on, we girl? talk more animated like that? Because it when feels that racially <laughs> ambiguous mm. in terms of who you may be um, imitating or true girl, perhaps mocking. <laughs> Never mocking, girl. I know, girl. Um, um, it, so we. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> uh, that's like a whole nother. That's like the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, so we looked at another place, girl. Uh huh. Uh, no, so looking at apartments is hell. Dude, this move, you just sent me a photo. I go, okay, because I lived in squalor in New York City. So you sent me this. I was like, I don't even have to see it. I'll move it. Yeah, yes. I wrote back right away. Yeah. So then, you know, now I, like, have a little bit discerning discerning taste. Yeah. 
just dick turning. Um, so <laughs> I you wait for your dick to turn and go. I need to get the fuck out of here. I use my dick as like a compass. <laughs> yeah, one of those like oh, tools that is. finds water. <laughs> I don't know what those are that these people hold that they. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. What is it called? Damn it! Uh, Keep going. Magellan. Yeah. So I end up going to like you know Lafayette Square. Do, do people know that place? Yes. It's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a uh, civil war has gone through there and no one else ever moved back in, but like feels good, like historic. Uh huh. And they have these lofts that are like, there was a loft for 1900 bucks. I'm not kidding you. It's like 1800 square feet. Like it is two stories. <laughs> like you feel like a king. Like I wouldn't be able to fill all the furniture. Yeah. So, but these lofts are hilarious. Cause they're like, we walked into one place. They're like, this is a two bedroom. And I'm like, we're looking around. We're like, that's a. There's not another bed. Like, no, no, no. It's there. There's room for it. They don't put the walls. There's no wall. You have to, like, imagine. Because well, it's then it so could be, wall. like, 18 bedrooms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're, what are you talking about? I know. They're like, you got to close your eyes. <laughs> they go, it used to be an office. I go, it seems like it's still an office. Because it's, like, it. it's so barren. Like, they don't put in floors. It's all concrete. They're like, we don't do doors here because we don't want to pay for them. Like, yeah, it's just they so... go, yes. <laughs> they act so... like it's like a taste thing, but it's really cost. Like, yeah, they're like, they leave the wire. Oh, we can leave the wires open. It's so really an industrial lo- <laughs> look that um, there's concrete everywhere that's, you know. Uh, yeah, these walls have not been finished, but that's like a new, it's like really shabby chic. <laughs> So is, and then they're like, "Oh, these wires you get electrocuted every day, and that's why you pay an extra three grand a month." <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, anyways, but the place was cool, actually. <laughs> like all that being said, like it had like these old buildings that are converted, like have this beautiful brick, and like oh, they're just nice. They're like big, and you get a pretty good, a lot for your buck if you get outside like this area. If you put up your own walls. If you put up your own walls. <laughs> <laughs> You put a sheet up. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we're looking at yep. four other places today. It, it's it's stressful. It's like because, like, I don't know. I area is more important to me than size. Uh, you yeah, you mean uh, yeah, the part of town. Yeah. Yes. And uh, but anyways, it, it's is a it fun like, process, it, huh? Is it like in New York where if you don't make a quick decision right away, it's gone? Do you feel that pressure? It's not like that in St. Louis. Like I, it's not, but it's kind of, dude. It's, it's weird. It's like competitive. They don't. There's not a lot of availability. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of. I don't know. I think a lot of people have moved back, maybe from New York or cities similar to New York. Because mm. there's not like there's like oh we have two. If you rent today, we get five hundred off. But if you don't rent today, it's going to be an extra eight grand and more yeah. and less walls. And we're yeah. like, what you know? But like, and are you doing six months or a year? Um, I think. A year, and then if I have to get out, I have to get it, out. Yeah. I think because then you, I don't know, it ends up being almost similar money if you end early or if you do it six months, they add. Anyways, but yeah, it's um, it's cool. I don't know. It's like a fun little process. It's it's yeah. Uh, seeing four today, that's a lot of places. I know. I like real estate. Yeah, I like seeing. It's fun, places. like to and and to look for a place not alone with someone else. That's more fun. Yeah, especially when like you walk into a place and you know it's not right. Yeah, you and look you at just it. Go. It's very funny. You look at each other. And go, oh yeah. Oh, just be honest. Don't waste your time. Oh no, we're in and out. We don't. 
We don't yeah, fuck around. Just go, but... I, I mean, the the person you always think like the building managers who's showing you these places like almost <laughs> built the room yeah. or designed it. Like they don't care. I mean, yeah, sure they want to sell it to you, but it's like I always was like trying to be nice to these real estate agents that were showing me these shitty apartments. It's like why they didn't. <laughs> They're lying to me about all the the features and how yeah. great this building is. They don't live here. I mean, some of these, just, yeah. yeah, some of these apartments, the floors are like, they're just they're they're. You can't walk on them without feeling like you're going to fall every three seconds. Oh, really? They're just so imbalanced because they're old buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, I, but uh, I I like this area. It's a little pricey. We're gonna look at a place down the street. Yes, and uh, but they only have one availability. Like, right. Um, there's places by your sister and Matt. I just yeah. end up becoming best friends with your sister and Matt. And I mean that would be so fun. <laughs> I mean I love them. I was over there last night. It was freaking blast. I mean it was cr- it was insane. What was insane about it? Just screaming kids. Yeah. Just kids <laughs> running around and then the new baby. So it's like the screaming has to like not be happening because there's a baby. But the baby is used to being in my my sister's belly. And surrounded by chaos, like because it's it grew up and was incubated with only a layer of skin and muscle protecting <laughs> it from the sounds. It's used to the screaming kids. Yeah. So it's it, it the forest just like is just chill and doesn't really like make any movement when there's sh- like shrieking happening right next to its little head. It's um, so wild. It was just inside her stomach. Like, I know. Like, it's so it was crazy. floating in a belly, like yeah. inside. I know. It's fucking wild. Just the other night. Yeah. Like yeah, th- yeah. when we were eating Thanksgiving dinner. And yeah. now it's like out and like in cribs and like can hear, it can like look at a TV and Dude, like is, a, you know, is responsible for like It would be better so off good, just though. putting it in a big bowl of jello inside the fridge and he'd be like, oh, finally I can relax again. I mean, <laughs> I'm so jealous of babies. That's all I can think of when I see babies is like they don't know anything. They're not expected to know anything. Ugh. They have no responsibilities. They just have to suck on a t- like they don't do anything, and they're just like precious, and everyone loves them. It's like, God, I want to be a baby. I mean, that used to be my joke of like holding a baby and being like, Oh my God, I think I, I think I know. Like, I want to be a baby. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a. When I hold a baby, I don't want to be a mom. I'm I want to be a baby. I can't wait to be a baby again or be a... <laughs> well, you do end up being a baby. You go to a nursing home and you're but a baby But then no again. one gives a fuck about you. Old people uh, are treated yeah. so much worse than babies. But you become a baby again. Like, that's... Our, our, um, Forrest looked like my dad. Like, just like a, you know, wrinkly head. Like, you yeah. turn into an old... You be, you're an old man when you're born. And that's why babies are not sexual and neither are old people. Like, because you're dependent on sexual human beings to take care of you and wipe you and like be around you and bathe you. That's why when you get older, you become no, there's nothing about you that's sexual anymore. And when you're a baby, there's because you are vulnerable to people who do have sexual desires. And so you don't want to, you don't want to, that's why I always say like, I don't want to be fuckable when I'm 90 because I need people that, have get boners still to wipe me and I don't want them getting a boner and try, uh, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you don't want to be sexualized while your ass is getting wiped. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You 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 must if you if you plan on getting older. If you older, have to wipe my ass though with my asshole, just kill me. Even if I'm 48. Someone will someday. Someone will have to wipe my ass. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I I, I wish you could convorky in it, you know? There's sometimes where it's like 
you know, someone has dementia and they have to get their ass wiped. And if they were cognitive enough to know what other people had to do for them, they'd just be like, just I know, throw a that's shot why at you're me. Not. Huh? That's why you're not cognitive enough or whatever you're just That's saying. true, too. It saves you. It's yeah. weird. Your brain is like, no, you can't handle what your body is. It's fucking wild. It's so uh, sad. But yeah, when people are like, I want to stay hot forever. No, you don't. Because then you're going to be sexually assaulted by people who are turned on by, by you. By one of the groundskeepers? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's there are people that are very, you know, horny. My grandma for... got like 150 grand stolen. Like, people steal from old people. Yeah, you even become more... vulnerable. Bro. Like, they stole, like, $200,000. One guy was driving my mom's car. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Around in Florida. And then I think he tried the old Ferris Bueller technique of coming back in reverse. Doesn't work. My mom <laughs> was like, I don't dr She doesn't drive. So she goes from five miles to, like, 300 miles. She kind of has an idea, like, Did I, was that me? I don't think I went to fucking Connecticut. You Dude, know? Who looks at the miles, though? I, don't, I mean, I just think when you don't drive at all, you could kind of see that someone else is driving your car. Oh, this, yeah, you can just sense it. Yeah, this guy was just rolling around in a in a cool Corolla. I think she had like a, I don't know. The oxygen tank was in the trunk. Yeah. She's like, I usually keep it in the front seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does she drive anymore? No, she doesn't even have a car anymore. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, I, uh, speaking of kids, though, I forgot to tell you this. I, went, I, <laughs> I was getting on a plane uh, two days ago when we were flying back from Denver. There was, I'm not kidding you, 200 kids on my flight, all in red matching t-shirts, 200 this is teenagers. like the house of horrors that one I was freaking out. And luckily, Why? I, I don't know, just their sounds. They're 12 years old. Get that white noise. What are you guys doing? It was. It was the teen tour that I was listening to. So they were going, they were going kids, when you listen to their conversations, there's nothing said. They're just like, I went to, oh my God, I got this backpack yesterday, dude, it was pretty cool. Like, it was like, it was like, I don't know, it's like, it's a little loose on me. Oh, you got that loose backpack? Oh man, I like that loose backpack. Yeah, I was going to get that backpack, but my mom said I couldn't get that backpack anyway. So like, yeah, it's cool though. I got these new jeans. Jeans are cool. I like jeans. And it's like, yes, that's, the, it's just, it's just going on all around me. And I'm like, ah, and I'm freaking out. I'm standing in line. And I'm texting Brenna pictures of it. Cause I'm just like, dude, I can't get on this this flight, I'm gonna lose my mind, and I'm I'm standing. What about it was so? There, I don't know. Why don't you like just you put just, on some music or something. I tried, but they were just all around me, and then I realized I was standing for the wrong flight. I was, yeah, that was. Going. Oh my god, <laughs> where were they going to Tampa, Orlando, or something like that? Somewhere in California, and St. Louis was right next to it, and the people on the <laughs> St. Louis flight were just like these sad, like, like people in blue jeans just... and blues sweatshirts. They're yeah. always, every time I go on a flight to go to St. Louis, people are decked out in like St. Louis gear to like make sure you know they're from St. Louis. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> the only time that you're on a flight and people will dress for the city they're going to is St. Louis. It's so bizarre. People have like people and like I love and it. like I Cleveland mean, or something because they have like passion. There's passion to being the underdog and like being the smaller city. Mm, I guess I don't yeah. know. People love. I guess you grow up here. A lot of people don't leave and yeah. Are we Last going to night, Blues game tonight? I, I still haven't decided. <laughs> Nothing about going to a, my, my the guy I'm dating got us has four tickets to go to the Blues game, and I'm just like, I don't want to. I just I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I was really looking forward to just like sitting on the couch and watching I know. TV and watching the new Beatles documentary. I watched um, the f one and a half of it. My dad said it was great. It is great. I think if you're a musician. You'll fucking love it. I think. I saw. I heard it's like kind of a gives you an eye or a you know a glance into the songwriting process. 
it they speak you know how you speak gibberish with your friends yeah they speak you'll see they speak they they're so in tune giddy paul giddy john yeah. get back giddy go <laughs> And they're like, don't but they get like back, get back. in terms of like saying like, oh, uh, do the beat like this and do the let's Dude, do. The- it's what you'll see. It's another language. They just look at each what other. What does the like, caption say? Because we have Hulu captions on. I don't know if captions knows what they're. But you watched it. What did it say? It said no. It will say like uh, I'm trying to think of like an example. But even when you read it, it seems gibberish. It's just so shorthanded. Okay. Where they know exactly what's each other's this was thinking. Their last. Paul and George get in get into it. Yeah, George left left the band yes. during this. Yes. He just walked out. He didn't. He just goes, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, check on me, Telly or whatever." And then he leaves. <laughs> girl, and he just never came back. I think he was like, "Girl, girl, oh girl, <laughs> girl, girls." Uh, all girls. I really want is girl. Oh yeah, that's a good girls. Dun, 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 dun. Do you know that song? No, but it's probably about them trying to bang they, a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, it probably is. But they, uh, I love that song because they go like, <sighs> "There's like this breathing in it." They're like, "Girls," <laughs> <laughs> and Yoko is just there. Oh yeah, dude, it's why it, it's cool. It, it, but like, Where, you'll see. They, but yeah. I heard that you do not get confirmation that Yoko is the one that's bringing everything down. You could feel a vibe. Oh, really? Of her just like, dude, if you're trying to be creative and you're. My story. Wait, I just want to get to the girl part. Oh, guys. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Hold on. on. (laughs) That was like my massage the other night. Was this guy going? He was breathing. <sighs> like that's what you're supposed to do when you're. Um, have you ever done the technique to get to sleep? The the six and the three four. It's four, seven, seven, eight. You breathe in for four through your mouth with your tongue on the roof of your mouth. If you ever can't get to sleep, you guys try this. The four. Seven, eight. You breathe in through your mouth. Or sorry, through your nose for four seconds. Hold for seven. Breathe out for eight through your nose through your mouth and go. Through your nose four. Hold for seven. Out your mouth for eight. But you got to go. You have to make a. a I don't understand how you could breathe out for eight seconds, though. I lo- I, I, I'm out of air. See, I'm out yeah, of air whenever enough. I inhale. Inhale, I can only do for four seconds. It's a perfect breathing technique for me. Whenever someone's like inhale, whenever yeah. there's an inhale, exhale exercise on a yoga video or anything. Inhale, I cannot do. And this was, you know, I haven't smoked pot for three and a half months. I cannot do inhale. Let's try, try to inhale in, for let's, six let's seconds. See, let's inhale right now. For how long? But it depends on if you're going or you're That's going. That's true. Do a steady inhale. Okay. Steady inhale. Done. Done. That's insane. <laughs> Wait, let me try it again. Noah, you do it too. Everyone Maybe at I'm home going do less. it. Okay? Maybe I'm doing less though. I'll try to inhale as slowly as I can. Ready? Wait, let's breathe it all out. 
Okay, inhale starting now. Okay, I can't anymore. Dude, you've got amazing lung capacity. <laughs> now let's do out because I think I can do out for way longer. you could run so much farther than me, though. I don't get it. Let's do out Maybe as much as we breathing can. So okay, let's breathe in as much as we can. You know what like it is? It probably, I have so much fat in my nose <laughs> that it, you're getting more oxygen quick. Oh, yours is like a small... You Wait, you do... Do you struggle to breathe when you're like... All the time. Really? Are you serious? No, uh, my breathing could be better and, at but night. But you actually do I gotta feel lose. it? Uh, at night when I'm sleeping. You feel like you're not getting enough oxygen? I've never felt that and even the idea of feeling like I'm yeah. not getting enough oxygen makes me so fucking scared. Do you get scared? Okay, you said oxygen. Oxygen. <laughs> oh, if what? I'm not getting enough oxygen. Um, yeah, it's, I don't really fear it. I mean, if I go, I'll be, yeah. Oh, suffocating. No, 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 no. Wait, let's do a breathing out. Okay, okay. okay. In, so let's go in as much as we can. <clears throat> Through your nose. Okay. Okay, I'm out. Let me know when you're ready to go out. Ready? Through the mouth. Done. Shut the front door. Done. Okay, None of I, this makes that, sense. Nothing None. makes sense, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Can someone please explain, explain what the that fuck can, is going on? I can, that I can inhale only longer. inhale for four seconds. Andrew can, I can, Andrew can inhale twice as long as me, and I can exhale twice as long as him. What the fuck is going on? What's going on out there, scientists? Noah? Well, I was going to say, it's exactly what you said, twice as long, because you exhaled on 11 seconds, and Andrew exhaled on like 20. Uh, excuse me, vice inhale. versa. Yeah. What oh. the fuck? Makes no sense. You're Andrew getting more 11, oxygen. I think you're. You might be sucking in harder than me initially. I think you might be right about like the like I have bigger nostrils. You do have. A, I have bigger like nose airways. You do. Maybe if I just plugged one. Okay, we got to get to the news. Uh, I know this has been riveting podcast. By the way, I think this should be a clip. <laughs> this should be the clip we submit for the podcast award for for a, for an Emmy. <laughs> They're not giving Emmys away for podcasts yet. Yet. Until they saw that clip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we get a Peabody. I don't even know what a Peabody is. I love our listeners. That is not something I would have done the first month of this show oh. while we were still trying to get people to like us. But I know that our besties just rode with us on that. And they probably did the breathing exercise with us. Let's get to the news. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, man. It's Tuesday, folks. You know what that means? It is Tuesday. I hope you're having all the swells out there on this Tuesday. Tuesday doesn't get a lot of love. Tuesday should. I love Tuesdays. They're fun. Going down on a Tuesday. Ruby loves them. Oh, yeah. Ruby Tuesdays. I love their salad bar. Yeah, it's a good bar. Oh, my God. The Ruby Tuesday salad bar. Shout out. <laughs> I like a Chili's. I'm a Chili's man. There's no salad bar at Chili's, but the in terms of salad bars, I don't even know if they're doing them after COVID. Oh, yeah. I think they are. Ruby Tuesday salad bar. Dude, I'm not kidding you. It's fucking great. Don't Holy ever. Shit. Don't. Don't. Uh, don't knock until you try. I would never. Try it. I'm not knocking. I think it's like seven ninety nine, and then you you do if you do it like eight ninety nine, you get two sides with it, and then you just get get order two sides, and then make it a fucking meal. It's, I feel like we did. It's a great that. place to bring your um mom. 
after like Caroline's or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to go to Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you, me, and Tom. Yeah. Right there one time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in Times Square. One time. <laughs> yeah. And that was $799. Yeah. yeah. In Times Square. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you did get uh, spinach. Let me guess the first. Oh, you want to just... I think I may have seen it on the email. First of all, I think you think that I would have picked it, but I just didn't feel like going down this road today. Yeah, well, whoever wants to go down that road with me. I will just say that the whole (laughs) PETA campaign... (laughs) I I just want to say one thing about the PETA campaign, because I know that it was in the news yesterday. You may have seen it. PETA's doing this new campaign where they try to, like, get get your attention by being like, look at the hypocrisy. Like, is it okay to wear these animals on, on your clothes as leather? And they made like a whole, you know, fake store that's selling human skin merchandise. And everyone on Instagram like, I would love to wear this jacket. Oh, ironically enough, cool, PETA, you didn't trick me. I actually want that human (laughs) head purse. And it's just like, no, you don't. Shut up. Shut up. You You don't. And yes, PETA can be so lame sometimes in their marketing. At least they're trying. And I know you're like, they actually killed more animals than the... Shut up. I don't want to hear any of it. People always are like, why do you like PETA? They kill animals. You know what? I'm actually on board with what PETA does because I think it is actually more humane to kill animals than to put them into these fucking factory systems. Everyone always goes, why... What's your big? My biggest problem. I don't ever buy a shirt that says "meat is murder" because murder is the nicest thing we do to these animals. It's their lives that suck. And I, I'm not saying I don't know all the details about PETA, but people always go, PETA, you know, wants to kill animals that are in these situations rather than oh. just let them live in the situation. And I, like what we were talking about before, pro that too. Yes, exactly. But, I don't want these animals to get their. And ass I'm not. I'm not. Wiped. I'm not playing devil's advocate here because I do want a human head purse. But well, well, you know what? Devil's advocate is the devil. So yeah, defend the devil. Okay, I'm going to advocate for the devil. Okay, for DV. Um, I uh, uh with an E in there. Um, so uh, <laughs> I don't even. I've lost. I think I spelled track. I spelled devil in a roundabout. We know way. what you're saying. Yes, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny though to spell words, miss the letters, come back to them. Yeah, get back to them. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, if if let's say we take all the animals out of the factories, right? We what are we going to do with them all? No, no, no. I'm just saying, would they... See that tone? I yeah. can't even get a question out without. I'm just because asking. Just, I'm just trying to that's learn. That's not a reason I'm trying to, to learn. keep. I'm not doing saying it. it. I'm not saying. Let it them is. all die. Let all those animals that are currently there. Will they there, all die? Would they all die? Sure. Let them all no. die because it would actually be less animals dying than if we kept just killing them. But let them all die. There we go. Extinction? I don't care. Extinction. Chickens won't go extinct. All the chickens that are still being raised and like yeah. loved by people that aren't killing them. Let those ones live. Okay. All right. Wild chickens. Cows. Let them live. Bulls. Wild cows. Wild bulls. Let them live. Uh, keep some in captivity and make them make sure people are raising cows in nice no, ways. No, no. I'm just asking. I think but it- all the ones that are being kept for food, try to get them homes. The ones that don't, kill them or let them die. Okay. But you know I was what? Just asking a in question. the end, less harm to the world than if we kept just <laughs> doing it the way we've been doing it. There's no argument there. I didn't. I'm not arguing. I it's, was it's just like, asking. It's like the I thing just, of like if you know can stop a train, happen. if you can push a guy in front of a train track yeah. and save, you know, or one by one person, one person, you kill one person or kill five people. It's like you kill one person. Yeah, I don't know. It depends who's on the train. That's a good point. <laughs> you you got to train a kids going to fucking. 
you know, uh, same Sausalito. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't Honestly, know why it was something like that. Is that in Northern California? Because that's where I they were know. going. Okay, yeah, maybe. It sounds like that. Maybe they were going to Carlsbad. Oh my God, Carl's so bad. Okay, what's the real news? Apple story? and WhatsApp. I literally picked that story. I, did, I skipped over it. Oh, you thought you were going to skip it. No, we went even deeper. <laughs> but when I catch a vibe in the kitchen of like you, like. Like, you're not, like... I'm depressed. But you seem insanely happy right now, which is yeah, great. Yeah, I'm in a good mood now. Um, I, I tend to go, what are some happy stories here? <laughs> I almost wrote, no, I go, can you send some happy stories? <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's in a mood. <laughs> yeah. Nikki's tits are kettlebells today. I am about to start my period, and I'm it, not It could even good. be a happy story. It's like, kid gets rescued from orphanage, and you're like... Fuck or like, like you find a negative and like a like a tank good That's news. That's what story. depression is. Yeah, true. Okay, Apple and WhatsApp have built themselves into a multi-billion-dollar behemoth while preaching the importance of privacy and secure messaging. But the FBI document says it's easy for the feds to harvest data from Facebook's WhatsApp and Apple's iMessage and iCloud. Wait, tell me what you just said. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, no, no. So WhatsApp and stuff like FBI. If the FBI wants to get your records, yeah, of whatever your shit is in the cloud. Maybe it's a nude. Maybe it's a, a you, you know, know just piece talking of shit, shit about talking shit about you know maybe another female comedian or male uh, or non-binary. Mm -hmm. uh, they could get twenty-five days. The last twenty-five days, Facebook just has to hand it. That's over. That's an iMessage. Or, it's it's two separate things. There's WhatsApp and the data that they make available, and iMessage. Okay, so it's twenty five days. Well, so that's the, I guess I'm okay. Sorry, go ahead. No. So I think like the main point of this is that Apple and Facebook are you know toting around their uh, you know we're going to protect your privacy, this and that. Meanwhile, it's very easy for the FBI in this new expose on Rolling Stone for the FBI to access your private information your messages, who who's in your contact book, what's in your iCloud. So yeah. the stuff that you think is private is not really private. Um, if the FBI wants something about me, this is the thing, I, I'm not one of these people that's good about arguing against. Like, I'm like, I've got nothing to hide. If the FBI want to see like a picture of my shit I sent someone because it was like a big one. Yeah. Or it looked exactly like a penis. There was one the other day that looked exactly like a penis. Hard or flaccid? Hard. Okay. It was. It had like the head, the ridge, the whole. Like <laughs> the it was vein? crazy. It was like, <laughs> it was like a um. Uh, it was like a. It was insane. I'm surprised anyway, you didn't mold it and fuck it. But I always go, <laughs> why? Why do I care if they? But if if the FBI wants into my data, can I, can I explain the, it in in a yes, way please. that? Because I was the same way. I was like, I have nothing to hide. Right. But I think it's not. They can frame you. Well, no, no, it's not the right attitude. So like. Think of it, uh, take something that's important to you and that, you know, like is a little bit controversial. So let's say they thought it was like a public health emergency, like how many people watch porn? And they're like, let's go into people's messages and the people who are talking about porn or sending pornographic images, they're a mm -hmm. risk to public health. So mm -hmm. what if the FBI used it in that like, Yes, you know, I, I see what you're saying because it's like, or it's like, you know, this is how like Nazi regimes start. They're like, let's see who's lying about being Jewish by looking through their messages. And like, oh, so I, that's how then I said it, it the other night on stage. I was like, when I, I, I just joked about us losing all our rights when Trump is reelected inevitably mm -hmm. or is not reelected, but that he just takes the office and there's fucking, you know, we have a dictatorship, which is pretty imminent. I think at this point, um, 
how like I will be, I, I even said, I go, I will be beheaded in the town square for this special that I'm, for the th- joke I just made, it will be used against me. We're fucked. I, I, it's I like, hope. it's like China, yeah. North Korea, like you cannot, you, the, the things that we think now are innocent can be used against us. Well, I was thinking today about some jokes that I have, uh, friends of mine have made in specials and I'm like, I cannot believe they haven't been canceled for that joke yet. I know where it is. I know where they could find it. <laughs> and it's not like a joke, like, it's not like they they could be, like, it, things, rules change. And I think that's the part, point you're making, Noah, yeah. is like things that might be okay to joke about or to talk about in privacy. If they want to suddenly make a law against it and convict people for whatever it is, you know, like even the the abortion laws in Texas, like let's say a girl is chatting about wanting to get an abortion or got, you you know, did that's why you don't want the FBI in your messages. Totally. I mean, there are things that I've sent in text that are, I don't send things in text anymore at even jokingly ironic things that I'm saying, sarcastic things I'm saying, because I'm like, it can be used against me if I got hacked. Someone could take that out of context. I'm even thinking about me saying kill all the animals. That could be taken out of context. Like Nikki wants animals to die. Not in the context of versus keeping factory farming going forever yes. or killing all the animals that are currently in it now. Like, yeah, I'm saying that. But it's like that could be somehow used. Again. You know, it's like. No, I know. That's why, you know. That's- but I'm not scared. I'm terrified. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) The next one's fun. Oh, shit. Dude. Okay. um, PETA has now took dick skin and made them earrings. No, my mom the other night. Yes, last night we were at the kid's house. This was such a real moment. And by the way, I think my mom listens to the podcast because I went on a tirade yesterday. Not a tirade, but I just was talking about like mourning the loss of the parent you wish you had or the sister or any or the friend you wish you had or like the group of friends or you know you just get what you get and it's not because you're a bad person it's just like you didn't get like sometimes we look at parents and we're like oh my god I wish my mom was like that or I wish my dad was like that or like you know I wish my mom didn't have this quality but she had this one instead it's like you don't always get everything you want and you just have to you really have to like instead of waiting for your mom to be that person yeah. out of nowhere, you just have yeah. to accept that you didn't get that mom and you have to like literally have like mourn that loss of the imaginary mom you wish. And I think my mom heard it because this morning I woke up to a text that said, because yesterday I told her that Lauren was on the, the podcast and I'm like, oh God, she probably listened to it. She goes, oh uh, yeah, you got to give her a timestamp next time. I know. Even though she probably doesn't She goes, um, you want to come over sometime this week and hang out or go do something? My Aww. mom has never, it's like never asked me to hang out. <sighs> So cute. And I was, to be honest, I was like, what the fuck are we going to do? But then I was like, oh, we can go shopping. I need to get some stuff for the house. And I was like, okay, let's go shopping. And our Manny Petties. And she said, not sure about Manny Petties unless my foot heals up a little bit. My baby toe is tender. I took a scalpel to my mom's foot yesterday and I went a little hard on her baby toe and I nicked it. And I feel so bad. <laughs> it's just like the littlest nick. And she's like, I forget old people like don't heal as well. It's so I'm such a fucking bad daughter, but I did get her corn out, which is going to bring her immense relief. But I got a little uh, scalpel happy. Um, Anyway, last night you killed the corn, but you took the toe down as well. I just saw this toe and I was like, I just want to get this piece. And I was just was not being very gentle and blood. Um, Okay, so next story. But my mom. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
she, we, I was like, we're going to turn. She goes, Nikki, do you have her, um, you ever think about freezing your eggs? Like very quietly. And, you know, this is my dad's in the kitchen with Matt. The kids are running around. My sister's upstairs with Forrest. And I go, Mom, just listen for a second. Let's just, just listen. And it's just like, no, Poppy, I want that. It's mine. I want that. No, 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 I want to hold for it. Like just, and I go, do you think I need that? Do you wish that for me? Like, you know what my life is. Why does everyone want you to have kids? Mm-hmm. When it's like, my life is so good. I'm sitting here, I'm s- cutting up at your foot. I get to visit these kids. I just taped a special. I have, I'm not sad tonight. Like, why? I go, why would you want that for me? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know why I even said that. I'm like, you, no. I, if, it, I, if I do want it, I'll adopt. But I yes. don't want that. I don't want it. I'm so glad. I'd, I'm gl- I'm glad certain people want it because I love my niece and nephew, and I know that they give a lot of pleasure to my um, my whole family. Is like we're obsessed with them, but I just don't. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want it. I think she just. I mean, it's just her about. Free- and and I love know. how she said, "Do you ever think about freezing your eggs?" Almost like. Um, don't forget to bring a coat to New York this weekend because it's different climate there. Like she said it like I hadn't thought of it. Like it was just like the first time someone had been like, don't forget your passport. Like, yeah. Did you ever think about freezing your eggs? Like it was your keys. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I'm 37 and I haven't thought about freezing my that's thoughts never occur. Yeah, of course it has. What is the process of freezing your eggs? Giving yourself fucking hormone injections and then paying thousands and thousands of dollars. It's rough. How do they take them out? They and go think, in and they fucking, and you, you sit in a coop think, all for a month yeah. and a farmer comes in and <laughs> rustles around underneath your fucking puss Badge and grabs and grab some eggs and throws and then them you in go, your... Bah, bah, and you snap at them. Bah, 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 yeah, it's, bah, bah, bah. it's not easy. Yeah, I've never frozen my Also, eggs, I can be like, it looks like me. No, thank you. Okay, you're going to like this story. Mm-hmm. A woman goes viral after sharing her elaborate fake wedding, complete with a professional photographer and fake groom in a desperate attempt to get her ex to text her. Oh, my God. And not only that, she put it up as a story on Instagram. She saw that the ex saw the story, which hurt her even more. He said nothing. He said nothing. Oh, wait. How do we know about this? She put it on TikTok, and she goes, that time when I made fake photos... For she like rented a stable out. with horses. She did the yeah. whole thing. That is so funny because on the Reddit dump today, I have something very similar. I I love these guys. Oh, of they're unbelievable. Because we've all done this on a yeah. micro level. <laughs> yeah, these women are masterminds of it, though. We've all done this where we make our lives look a little bit more exciting to target one person. You but know what's what? her exit strategy here? Let's say the guy goes, "I'm jealous." Yeah, she's married now. Yeah, so what's What's your plan here, lady? <laughs> or do you just want the attention of him getting sad? Yeah, because once you're married, the person goes, I'm out. This isn't yeah. going to be like the graduate where he's going to come and bang on the fucking glass and try to stop your wedding. <laughs> yeah, you would have been better off like putting up like a video of you at the movies having popcorn with a guy. Yes. You don't want to go full oh, wedding. Oh, wait till I show you this thing on Reddit of what this girl did. This girl, this, uh, this girl went you know, a step pretty much was the, the same kind of thought process but didn't go that far because that is interesting you know, be why a good go one that far a funeral where you're mourning the loss of your now b- boyfriend who died you know you know whatever riding a bicycle. how are you going to keep that up though these people are lying yeah lie, but i'm lie. saying that's a better move than a wedding i mean we've all done ver- i mean we do it every single day a version of 
putting the the yeah, curated put, yes. truth out there yes. that isn't really the truth. And even when it's like, I've been crying all day and today's a rough day, and you're like in your car, like some days you set that up aren't great days. And I, this goes out to anyone else struggling today. Like it's like that is curated. Your tear looks beautiful. Your your ugly cry face is like one is an enviable <laughs> one, and you know it is. Like you're still wearing a perfectly like you probably fixed your bra strap in the photo just to look like a little good. Like it's rare you that someone's just totally honest. Five photos of you crying and picked one of the best. You know who I love on oh. Instagram that Noah got me into, who is just truly honest and like I think isn't trying to be anything, is Paige Jin. Oh my god, I love Paige Jin. You got me into her because Noah. By the way, She's you the posted. Best. Okay, so she does. Um, it's called the Viral Podcast, Podcast. I think. Yeah, with Chelsea Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea Lynn and Paige Jin do this podcast called the Viral Podcast. I started following just the clips because Noah posted them. No, Noah posted one in her story, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love." What does she show? Well, like Paige a back Jin's roller? voice is like so soothing, and she just she, like talks like this. She's so she reminds hot. me of Noah. So Noah's obsessed with her, and I go, "Noah, it's you. <laughs> it is a hundred percent you. This girl is you." But then I went to Paige. Paige Jin is like on on the um, Instagram. She's just like she kind of like sometimes has like glasses on, and she just doesn't look like she really like puts that much work into like looking hot she's just like and she'll just like talk about anything like i farted today and it was like it was like one that like scared me dude like she'll just talk about and she's like yeah and the way they i just love we gotta start editing our clips she does these videos of her um roller skating in public and like doing fake and falling she's an amazing athlete this (laughs) girl she's so funny and she's but she's so hot and she does this thing where she'll put like um She'll do like birth announcements by putting powder up her butt and then <laughs> farting, and then the pa- it will come out the color of like the the baby's. Like I don't even know if it's a birth announcement, but like she just she always has her ass out. She's farting all the time. She's so hot. She's really good at sports. Paige Jin, G I N N N N. Totally reminds me of Noah so much. I'm honored. Thank you. The way she talks is like very soft and like. Oh yeah, I think we should do like her. And then Chelsea is so beautiful, and like her, the way she talks, it's just like she's always like, I just she's get obs- southern, right? Chelsea. Yes, yeah, I yeah. get obsessed with their clips. I love. I don't listen to their podcasts because I don't really listen to comedy podcasts. But you know, I love podcast clips, and they're a great one to follow. So, and Chelsea just got banned from from fucking Instagram for something. But uh, yeah, I just tried to click on her thing and it didn't come up. Yeah, she got banned, so she's getting back in. But uh, I thank you so she, much, Noah, for exposing she me had to an, how wonderful Chelsea Paige had is. an am- she had an amazing video, Chelsea, where she's eating at like a restaurant, I think like in Vegas or something, and this roach walks along the table. She takes her tit because she has huge tits, and she just bangs the roach with her tit and then continues eating. Oh my god, she's my hero. She's they're so cool. I love those girls. I want to be friends with them. I'm super and Paige has like this hot boyfriend and all they do is like fart together and they're so they have so much fun and prank each other. Like I'm very usually not into these couples that prank each other all the time. But for some reason their love is so pure and so adorable. And there's I like went on a deep dive of like their relationship and like they just bonded over farts. Like I just love, <laughs> I love them. I'm obsessed. I farted so. last night, and it it was smelly enough where I had to go get uh, the spray. And it was like, Ooh, I, I hate re- spraying over a fart because then it just smells like farts. Spray fart. With the, I know. Like a 
you know, like a cover gardenia fartgenia. It's putting a bandaid over. Yeah, our fucking, and it makes it almost like a s- sweeter. Like you're still know. getting those little poop particles in your nose. I felt bad. I felt bad because was I was laughing. I lift my leg. Ooh. And she goes, "You can't. I don't care if you fart. You can't." God, it's giving me chills. Just to think this. About. This changes everything. Yeah, because it seems so intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was talking to my lover on the phone, and I went to go pee while we were. I was talking. And you farted while you pissed. No, oh. I just he does not like bathroom stuff at all, which is ironic because, listen, yeah, he's seen some shit. Um, <laughs> but it's always you know he just he just really likes the boundary of like no. And I'm talking on the phone. All of a sudden, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm peeing, I'm so sorry. And I, you know, I've known this guy for quite a while, and he was just like, it's okay, it's okay, like. And I had to do the thing where I put toilet, but I didn't want to stop peeing and my phone was in the other room because I was on AirPods. So I didn't know how to like, I couldn't mute it because I was already <laughs> midstream. I didn't want to give up. So what singing. I did was I took the toilet paper and I r- rolled it out very, very far. And then I, I made, I tucked it into my vagina oh my and then I made a, a little ramp for the pee trickle <laughs> to go down into the toilet Nikki. and not go bing, 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 bing. And it's, that's a that's a technique, girls. You put a silencer on your pussy, like yeah. a gun silencer. Yeah, but it's a ramp. You just make it so it has like a a journey down. So yeah, it goes down a slide as opposed you, to going. Poof, you like, made like a like a dam that like a beaver dam. Yeah, and that's what I do for. Or what's it called? What's it called that that when New I Orleans? I respect the boundaries that other people have, even though I don't necessarily agree with them. True. What's the hurricane when when the hurricane in New Orleans it went over the uh, Katrina. Yeah, the levee. Your levee. You built a levee. Yes, (laughs) I did. I got there. I was like, "What?" It's almost like the little ramp that um are are in pools for frogs to get out of. I did the same thing last night. I mean, we're very similar. I not that. I have so many techniques, by the way, for um people to. I put sink on when I shit, but the problem is you could hear a fart over over shit, which is similar to a spray on top of a fart. We're just trying to... I actually gave one of our besties um, some of the best advice I've ever written out in my life. And um, I think I should share it on Fanthrax tomorrow. I don't think I ever shared it once before, but I I was going to do a bit about it on stage because it's just like great advice about how to poop um, with a partner uh, in the the next room. And um, Why don't you write it out and we'll post it on the pod? I did write it out. I'll I'll, um, post it on the pod. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Okay, let's get to... Let's get to break. We blew past Why Do I Care? And let's go. Let's just start when we come back with Reddit Dump. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including 
actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's gonna catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to our Reddit dump. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. I literally sang that today when Luigi was taking a dump. Okay. Um, I don't know why I saved this. I think I saved this more for um, not for the show, but for uh, my friends who still are defending or still have a problem with, you know, the Dave Chappelle, the whole Dave Chappelle thing. And his obsession with making fun of 
trans people. Uh, I know what's, I love Dave Chappelle. I fall on the side of like, well, I love the the clip that I posted the other day on Instagram. I'm going to play it real quick for you. This will shut everyone up. Not shut it. I, I did find this on Reddit, so this is apropos. Um, but this is my favorite clip. Um, this is from... Judd Apropos? Uh, this is Judd Apropos. <laughs> this is from James Acaster, who is one of my favorite comedians and like writers. He's a British comedian. And he. Um, this is his a clip I found on Reddit. In, in a section that was, ta- you know, dissecting the Chappelle stuff and trans rights and all of the things, the arguments against making fun of them and for making fun of them, I'm on the side of this clip, which I'm about to play, which is trans people still have higher suicide rates than literally every other minority. Why do, if you can, if you, I understand that you should be able to make fun of anyone you want. I, I, I definitely err on the side of like free speech but if you can, if you're a smart enough comedian to choose something to make fun of, what and and are you encountering that many trans people in your life that it's so annoying for you to get their pronoun right or to is it that much of a hindrance to your day that you have to make that big of a deal of it? Just let them be. Unless they're hurting you, let them be. Um, and this is this is the James Acaster a- uh, clip that I love so much. I say comedians no one tells them what they can and can't say they walk straight on stage top of their specials sometimes do 10 solid minutes just slagging off transgender people just straight out the gate just making fun of transgender people if people on the internet get upset about it the comedian's always like bad luck that's my job i'm a stand-up comedian i'm meant to challenge people if you don't like being challenged don't watch my shows what's the matter guys to challenge it for you that's my job. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm meant to challenge people. If you don't like being challenged, don't watch my shows. What's the matter, guys? To challenge it for you? That's my job. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm meant to challenge people. If you don't like being challenged, don't watch my shows. What's the matter, guys? To challenge it for you? Oh, yeah, because you know it's been long overdue a challenge. The trans community. <laughs> oh, they've had their guard down for too long, if you ask me. I mean, enough said. Uh, Anyway, there was this clip. There was, uh, I don't know why this was in a subreddit called BreadTube. I don't know what that means. I guess it was a suggested subreddit. Um, And this was just someone broke down why, uh, I'm not even going to get into it, but they broke down perfectly the arguments for why Dave Chappelle's special was problematic. And like, they are just, I love when someone just gives me solid reasoning that I can kind of go toe to toe with someone who's trying to disagree. Yeah, Did yeah, you hear yeah. about him going to his high school? Yeah, where they wouldn't let cameras. They should have because the stories that came out of it just from people trying to remember. Oh, oh they I, wouldn't let anyone record it. Or I thought he was it. trying to donate money, and they wouldn't let him donate money. And that would happen. Well, yeah, he's he's trying to get a theater. The theater is named after him, and he's like, they're trying to get the theater not named after him. And he's like, I'm getting canceled from shit I don't even want. Like, I don't care, which is funny yeah. to say that. Um, but he told like he just got into like arguments with a lot of the kids and was just talking over them and what and you know these kids are very entitled and don't really they didn't grow up with the Chappelle show, so they don't respect him the same way that he's probably used to teenagers yeah respecting him he's been gone a while and probably hasn't been out around high school kids and um yeah anyway um someone just wrote though in this comments of dave chappelle's special they go uh 
Netflix paid $25 million for a vlog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's... Uh, this is one from Suggest Me a Book, which is a, a subreddit that I love, where people just write like what they like in a book or books they liked, and then people who love reading suggest them a book. And I liked this. It said, books that give you a massive book hangover, which I love. You know those times where you read a book and you can't stop thinking about it? A movie you can't stop thinking about afterwards? A massage where you feel violated? <laughs> um, I was saying I had a hangover after that massage. Um, these are some of the books that were in the top listed ones. If anyone's looking for a new book... Lonesome Dove, The Goldfinch, I've read that, didn't care for it. I didn't love it as much as people. David Copperfield by Charles Dickens, War and Peace, Um, Mm. uh, Broken Earth Trilogy, Um, This Is How You Lose the Time War, My Brilliant Friend, His Dark Materials, Lord of the Rings, Secondhand Time, Anna Karenina. Um, Do you guys have any books that you would recommend as ones that you just stayed with you and, and almost that you wish you could read again because they were so good? And I know we're not, I'm not a big, huge reader. I have been in the past, but. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. This Much I Know Is True is my favorite book by Wally Lamb. And that's one I've read twice and would probably read a third time. Books do not stay with me in terms of, I can't remember them after I put them down. Years later, it's a gift because I get to keep reading things over and still get surprised. But that's one that I loved. Yeah. Like um, my music, like, you know, I like The Strokes and Tom Petty. I'm very basic bitch yeah. in a lot of my things. And, like, even when I think about books, because okay. I haven't read that much, but, like, On the Road. Oh, I haven't read that. It's Cormac just McCarthy. It just makes me, like, it just relates a lot to my life. I feel like even Catcher in the Rye, like, just being kind of, like, not really, kind of finding yourself through doing things. Uh, and I, uh, Old Man in the Sea, which is just, like. No, that's cool, too. But these are all very simple books. Like I love how Hemingway writes. Mm-hmm. I I got through. I I was in a moment where I read like five of his books, and like, uh, yeah. I I I and then I like. Um, oh, I'm going to tell you what I've been, what is in my want to read books. Which is in name? Cold Blood, Truman Capote. I need to read that. Crossroads. It's the new Jonathan Jonathan Franzen. I loved the one of Jonathan Franzen's books. He's a St. Louis guy. Um, uh, let's see. So You've Been Publicly Shamed by John Ronson. Um, and then there's, oh God, The Alchemist, The Silent Patient. These are all things that have been uh, uh, the Poisonwood Bible. Um, and, oh, East of Eden is going to be my next one. Those are ones, East of Eden and Anna Karenina are the ones that I'm like, okay, those are classics I need to read. And David Copperfield. Um, Noah, any I books have... to you that stand out as ones that give you hangovers? Uh you know, I, I can never remember, like, when I'm reading fiction books. I remember, like, one time I got through Paradise Lost, which, by you know, that's, like, the hardest book to read. And, of course, wow. I remembered nothing at the end. And I was like, okay, I don't feel like I achieved anything by getting to the end. Um, yeah, I would like to take suggestions. If anyone out there feels strongly I that I would love a book, like, you feel like you know me, I would definitely take your DM suggestion, please. I, I just had to find this yeah. guy because... Jonathan Tropper. Oh, the places you'll go? Oh. No, Jonathan Tropper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On my phone. He he wrote, you ever seen the movie This Is Where I Leave You? Oh, um, no, Tina but Fey. I've, uh, yeah, I've heard Jonathan of it. Tropper, before I got into stand-up, I was like, I don't know, I've never laughed at a book out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, like laughing hard. Jonathan Tropper. Jonathan Tropper. What book? Or Trooper. Tropper, Trooper. Doesn't matter. T-R-O-P-P-E-R? Yeah. So this is where I leave you. He has like Which four or five books. Which one made you there laugh were, out loud? 
This is where I leave you okay, with one of them. I'm going to read it. Well, let's get back on uh, yeah. Reddit dump. Um, this is one of the best jokes I've ever read. And it makes me furious that I haven't thought of it for a, um, a roast. Okay. It's, it, it was just an internet comment. And this was from um, the subreddit Rare Insults, which are just really good insults that they find on comments or, you know, anywhere on the internet, you know, text screenshots. This one was, uh, this was a comment under Kid Rock's new music video. It said, Kid Rock is an artist that stops at nothing and then stays there. I mean, how good is that? That See, that's a roast joke that's yeah. just been sitting there forever and no one's thought of it. But like, to take something that usually means you are the fucking best, yeah. you stop at nothing. And then to make it about, I mean, I... It's a great joke. Couldn't believe it. Who um, was that, Ryan Reynolds? I know, right? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so this is the one that uh, I wanted to share with you guys that reminded me of the thing from before. Let's go into final thought. So this is from Sad Cringe, the subreddit, and this is just obviously happy. Stuff. Yes. So this is a girl who did the same thing from our news segment that wanted to make a boyfriend jealous, and she said uh, she goes rating all. Th this is what it says on her TikTok. The the she's on a video I'm going to play in a second, but it says rating all the embarrassing things I posted to my Insta story to try and get my ex boyfriend's attention. Okay. I was going through a really bad breakup and I engaged in this absolutely unhinged behavior where I would hide my Instagram story from every single person that followed me except for my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, okay. Oh First of all, how many that followers is, did she have? Who knows? If even, even if, if it's a hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's insane. And insane. it had to at least have been of a hundred. Yes. So this girl's going through, which by the way, every single I'm not gonna say every single woman. But any unhinged lady out there that's been hurt by a guy has thought of a way to do this, where you are trying to put out something that looks like it's for everyone, but you don't want everyone to see how desperate you are or to see catch you in this lie, and you just like one person to see it. This bitch went ahead and did it. 400 followers. I would hide it 400. 399 people except for him. So I would post a story literally only for him to see it. Um, and every time I share this with my friends and family, everyone gets a kick out of it and it's hilarious. So I'm now going to share it with the world. And I also want to know if anyone else has ever done this. Yes. Okay. So this is actually from New Year's Eve. This is a girl in her room taking um, a selfie in the mirror. I posted this picture, like cute New Year's Eve outfit saying I was ready for the year to be over. Um, I actually did not go out that night. <laughs> I put on this outfit, put on jewelry, did my makeup, put on heels um, to take this photo. And then I went and sat downstairs with my mom and my sister and probably was asleep before midnight. <laughs> <laughs> she goes on to share one where she's in the... It says... Send me that link. I got to watch these. She takes a picture of... Um, uh, it's like it's a glowy picture, a selfie, okay? And it says, JK, because every year is a chance to grow and learn. And it's like, she goes seven out of... Oh, so she's rating these. This one's funny too. Hold on. Noah, is it okay if I keep sharing this? Yeah, no, I'm just like, oh, I think I did that before. Yes. Oh, I remember when I did that. <laughs> I love that this girl is sharing this and it's almost funnier because... These these new generation are so self reflective that they can they can catch these things quicker. Like usually this would be something you share ten years later, not a month later. Because yeah. mm -hmm. this girl looks the same as the girl in these photos. You know what it I'm saying? It is interesting to me though. It's like there's a line between like being self reflective and wanting to go viral. 
Yeah. So there's like a. I appreciate it. I know. I'm not saying that's bad. But I do agree that some people do embarrassing things too, and then share it and be like brave. But this, I still think we all benefit from it. Of course. Of course. Okay, this one's kind of a follow up because this was also for New Year's Eve in 2018. Um, Obviously, like I had done my makeup, put on jewelry, and I actually (laughs) uh, went into my closet and I turned all the lights off and made sure that it was really dark. Um, and I took a boomerang. This is just a screenshot of that boomerang. But I was attempting to make it look like I was in a club. <laughs> oh. Which? Our closet. Which I was in a dark yeah. closet. I don't know how I thought that one was. <laughs> See, okay, so I'm then. Like the- I was legitimately in a club. But um, we're going to go with 7 out of 10. She's rating them. I do think I looked cute. But, and the effort was there. But I just think execution was poor. Okay, this this one's wild. So it's a picture of her in an like in the backseat of an Uber. It looks like she is doing a selfie. And what she had written on the post when she originally posted it was always fun when your 70 year old Uber driver, Uber driver home, ask what happened to your head and you got to disappoint her and tell her you ran into a street sign. And then she has a circle over a a mark on her head. That like where she has like a kind of scratch on her forehead, a tiny scratch, and there's a circle on it that she has posted. Now this is a great story. Had a very specific purpose, and honestly, who knows if he actually picked up on what that was? But this was a another boomerang, I think. But it was showing how I had a scrape on my head because I ran into a street sign when I was out with some friends, and I ended up staying the night at someone's place. So. This was taken in the Uber ride home the next morning. And I said something about how the Uber driver asked what happened to my head. I'm sorry. In what world would an Uber driver notice that tiny scrape on someone in the backseat of their car? Besides the point. Um, But the point I was trying to get across was that I was Ubering home the next morning, like on a weekend morning, early in the morning. So I wanted him to think that I had hooked up with somebody and was heading home. Um, The scrape and the sign hitting my head, that part was true. The Uber driver asking was not true. So a little bit of deceit in there. We're going to give it an 8 out of 10. I mean, I just... Can I, I, I got to know, did he ever write her? Like, what happened? Oh, we don't get that answer. Oh, God. We don't get that Probably answer. Probably not. I mean, usually it's it's like girls that think of all these elaborate schemes and guys don't even think twice. But she's so smart in leaning into the heartstrings of a of Man, an injury. I have done she's things. She's so smart. You know, it, girls, girls do this way more than men because girls think... Girls... I've learned through reading these books about the differences between the male and the female brain. I don't want to say we're smarter because obviously this is some dumb shit, but we are thinking in a very layered way. Men are a sheet cake and women are a meal de feuille, which is like a, like, like a very layered French pastry with thin layers. Men are just basic and they just are very like, they don't. They don't think this way. It's manipulative. It's crazy. It's sociopathic. Yeah. But the way we <laughs> we think about how you're going to, th- we're very perceptive. We're very but a lot emotionally of times you're not, tapped in. I don't think you're right. Oh, I think we are so much of the time. I do think that this man, if he did care for her, which yes. she's trying to test, if he cares for her, he would give a shit about those things yeah. and he would infer those things. She's not off of what human reactions would be. If he did care for her still, but because he, it's it's dependent on that. Yeah. So she's not wrong 
if she's if she you know if he still likes her it is interesting though to see it keep escalating to eventually she's just doing n- nudes because <laughs> it's just for him because no one else can see it and he's it's, just like what the that fuck that would be so funny like he gets her baker if i on my instagram unblock like hit everyone you know i went through yes oh my I god hired such someone a funny to prank. mute me on uh, to mute everyone yes. except one person yes. And then I started doing full-blown nudes yes. to just make that person think I had gone completely yes. fucking insane. Yes. Dude, that's so funny. Do it. It's worth oh it. Oh, my God. The only problem that I see... Wait, I have an idea. Is there's going to be maybe four you don't mute? Yep, and then it would be a problem. Yeah. But it and one just, of them is like the time. Well, you would do it in a way that is wouldn't get you canceled necessarily. Yes. I want to close with one thing that needs no commentary, but I just thought it was beautiful. This is Stan Lee. This is from Made Me Smile, the subreddit. And this is Stan Lee, the creator of... Oh, where he says, peace, everyone get along, no No, hatred. No, no, no. This is about um, uh, Spider-Man's costume. And this is Stan Stan Lee talking about Spider-Man's costume. It's so cute. The greatest things about Spider-Man's outfit, his costume, was he is completely covered. So... Any kid could imagine he's Spider-Man because no color of the skin shows. He could be black under that. He could be red. He could be yellow. He could belong to any race. And that wasn't done purposely. It was done accidentally. But I think it was the best thing we did, making him so that he could be anybody under that costume. I thought that was so beautiful. It is. And I like that he was honest about it wasn't on action. purpose. I, I like that too. Thank yeah. you guys for listening today. What a good pod. I'm in a good mood now. Started off a little uh, hazy. Um, love you guys. Send me your book, Rex. Don't be cut out there. And Jack. Jack Stanley. <laughs> no, you can't just. You can't just add. Hey, <laughs> Spider-Man could be anything. <laughs> and so can that. Think about it. No, I don't want to. No one needs to. Just ponder it. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.